Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at audibletrial.com forward slash bonfiresidechat. There are over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Some of our landings were desperate adventures. We are now prepared to meet the inevitable counterattacks with power and with confidence. My name is Gary Butterfield. My name's Cole Ross. And I'm Levi Curran. And you're listening to Bonfireside Chat Appendix, an undead second favorite. <laughs> and we are continuing our discussion of Sen's Fortress, although we're going to begin this with uh, some errata about previous, uh, previous episodes. Yep, we get a lot of things wrong and we invite you to correct us. And that is what you've done. Uh, so I'll go ahead and start us off here <laughs> with uh, Sarah Justice. Which is a fucking superhero so name awesome. if I've ever heard one. Um, and she says via Facebook, <clears throat> a couple of things. The set that you find near the Remedy Sorcery is the Sealer set, not the Channeler set. Also, you're correct when you say that Laurentius was in the depths to get to Blighttown. And of all the people to tell you this, the Crestfallen Warrior mentions it if you talk to him enough times. I know that's the Sealer set. I just I. <laughs> For some reason, we like. I think one of us started saying Channeler, and then we all just went along with it, like yeah. some kind of. Salem witch trial trial mass ergot hallucination. <laughs> like we just like, we just went along with it. I think one person says at first and we all just kind of went with it. Yeah. It was, it, it was a mass hysteria. Um, yeah. like, I, I think that we just have channelers on the mind. Do we have channelers yeah. on the mind Levi? Because it's all we ever yes, talk about. Okay. Theme every episode, all channelers all the time. <laughs> channelers and Seath. <laughs> yeah. Seath. Watch yeah. out for crazy dances. Yeah. Now, <laughs> So, I mean, and, and it's especially important to work on that now that we've finished our episode on Chandler's Fortress. Yeah. Um, do you want to read the next comment, Levi? <laughs> that was sure. Um, Nate says uh, via comment, Shiva of the East is supposedly looking for the Chaos Blade, a weapon that you can make from Quelog's soul. This is alluded to in dialogue with Alvina. Hmm. I, I have not heard that dialogue. Nor have I. I'm sure it I is on I... YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was cut. Like, I feel like I have listened to Shiva's dialogue that was like at some point, but I don't remember this specifically. And I thought it was from cut dialogue. I know that he had more quest stuff to yeah. him that was not uh, implemented in the game. But It would make sense. He's a purveyor of curved blades and Quillog's Fury, uh, Fury Sword is a curved blade. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you read uh, Chandler's comment? Uh,. <laughs> Jesus, Gary, <laughs> come on. Uh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> so, so, so Droogles, via the comment section on our website, duckfeed.tv, um, begins with a quote, the flow of time itself is convoluted. He says, or she, I don't know. I think Blighttown is slash was the Great Swamp. You pretty much gave most of the evidence in this episode, including Aingi uh, being cast out by the other pyromancers for his use of poison. As you said, it takes a lot to make pyromancers shun you, i.e. poisoning the Great Swamp. Also, Laurentius was referring to the butcher who was up on the rafters waiting to drop down on you. Uh, this was confirmed in a dev interview, along with the fact that uh, both butchers are females. Um, I would like to see that dev interview. I am not calling you into question, although I am a person who loves the citations. 
Yeah, I just maybe I mean maybe the interviewer said it. I still don't like it very much. <laughs> like I mean it see it seems, you know, I don't know, does that I don't know, it just seems like saying this door is a window. You know. <laughs> yeah. Like all that I can think of is the you know the, the the incredibly sexist nature of video games. So they 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 made Mildred right, obviously a butcher in training based on her head her headwear and the butcher's blade that she wears. Um, she had to be um, you know PC generated right, like mm-hmm. from you know from the various parts that you can do. They gave her the heavier build. Um, right, mm-hmm. which is more approximate of an actual human being, uh, not a video mm-hmm. game female, right? And so, like, I can't help but read that, you know, in my, you know, crazy, you know, white male feminist way as being like, oh, she was heavier, so she's obviously in trans- a transition to being a gigantic troll butcher beast. Yeah. You yeah, know? I mean, I, I don't, I'm sure none of that stuff's intended. Yeah, I know. To it. Like, I don't think that's, that's on their mind, but like. I know. I just, yeah, I would rather have her just be a female version of the Butchers. Like, it just makes more sense to me on a gut level. Yeah. Um, the idea about Blighttown being the Great Swamp and time being convoluted is interesting. I yeah. don't, I don't know, though, because it, the way that Laurentius talks about the Great Swamp makes it seem like a distant place. Mm-hmm. More distant than, like, where, because he ends up essentially just upstairs from it. Yeah. You know? Um it's not, I mean, it's not, it's not a bad idea and they are really similar. It's kind of, I think that what I can take away from this is it is really weird that there's just, there is a great swamp that isn't Blight Town, <laughs> you know, yeah. but I'm not quite, I'm not quite convinced that they're the same thing, but it, I, you know, it's not outside the realm of possibility. I would have been more um, certain about that before the prepare to die edition. Mm. Where Ulysseel seemed like this far off distant land, but actually it was Lordran's backyard. Um, yeah, you know, just displaced in time. Yeah. So yeah, maybe. I guess that. I guess that's a, a yeah. good point. I, I'm not uh, saying definitely, but I, I, I will. Say, I will say definitely, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. My least favorite album by uh, <laughs> Oasis, um, which is tied for last with every Oasis album. <laughs> um, I'll read a Bean Bruise comment he says via contact <clears throat> when you mentioned the effigy shield in this week's episode i had to go look it up because i'd never found it its description is interesting in an ill-fated plot to destroy the very gods the followers of the occult once attempted to steal the power of grave lord nito the first of the dead it most obviously refers to pinwheel and how he stole some of nito's power but also relates back to the occult club found with havel's gear and why havel might be locked in the tower this isn't conclusive though if you look at the item descriptions for Havel's set, leave open the possibility that the club might belong to one of the knights that followed Havel, and not Havel himself. Havel might still be locked in the tower as a result of the plot either way, because Seath could have used the club to implicate Havel in the plot, regardless of Havel's personal involvement. Personally, I prefer to think that it is Havel's club, because it illustrates how nearly everyone in Lordron is power-hungry. Yeah. I don't think I've ever read the description on the the shield, but I am hungry for like lore about pinwheel, so I like that. Yeah. Um, you know, because I we learned so little about pinwheel, right? Except yeah. that he's really, really easy to fight, and he somehow has the right of kindling. Um, yeah. yeah, and and yeah, and we never really learn why on either of those cases. But I never thought about tying it into because they do call it you know the followers of the occult, which I guess the nearest lore you know that has lore connections to uh the painted world and to to Anne Orlando via Havel. So right. that's interesting. There could definitely be a connection there. 
Yeah. I, I don't know how willing I am to believe that there is like an evidence planting plot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's just the, uh, yeah, I don't know if there's enough there for it other than the fact that they have a rivalry. Right. You know, so, um, but the, the shield bit is definitely interesting. And the, uh, you know, I have being in on the plot. I'm pretty, pretty into the other thing you can think of is that, you know, the club might not, maybe didn't belong to him, but his armor is also hidden in that area. Yeah. And, uh, the, the very fact that it's hidden in like a sub basement of his room with all his <laughs> secret stash also says, says something about it. Right. We'll get to that night, the next episode. Yeah. Yep. Levi, what does Chase have to say? Chase says via contact. On the subject of Blight Town, I have some advice for dealing with the mosquitoes. Throwing knives. Seriously. Ten souls each, lock onto one, it's dead in one hit. I bought about a hundred when I was having trouble with them and still have plenty of knives for when I go back down to get more pyro spells. Gary, the black slash gray mist around your head is humanity gained. I have that from time to time, and I play offline, so it isn't likely to do anything. Excuse me, it isn't likely anything to do with online multiplayer. I've got to I, say that the knives idea is great. Yes, like I'm going to try the next time to go through there because that sounds fantastic for those terrible things. <laughs> yeah, and and it would be a good use for throwing knives, which I almost never use. Must you need five for a speed run. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Five is the magic number for speed runs for some some crazy reason. What? Um, I I knew. Yeah, yeah you got to watch. Uh, one of these speed runs, Cole. Like, it's it's pretty, like, I mean, you gotta get Souls Bowl. I know that you, with your crazy fun drinking friends, were probably having regular St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> no, no, I was moving. I was put, I was putting small stuff into slightly larger boxes. <laughs> well, next time you do that, do it with a, with a speed run on, because it's a pretty interesting way to look at the game. Um, I knew, I knew that the Black Grey Mist was humanity. I was asking about the glowing uh, mist. I think I said that, but maybe I phrased it weirdly. Um, so I knew that that was humanity, but I didn't, I don't know what the, the golden glow that you oh, get is. Yeah. And I think that's a, someone kindling a bonfire is what we thought it would be. I put that in because I assume that we are wrong about everything. Yeah. I mean, I, <laughs> I might've said it wrong. Um, but I, I do, I do know what that is. Yeah. Um, yeah, but good, uh, good tip on throwing knives. Yeah, for real. Finally a um, use for them. Um, yeah. <laughs> Nate via the comment, uh, uh, section on an older episode, but, uh, you know, it's not just the previous one. He says, uh, or she, I don't know. Uh, the Taurus demon cannot be kicked off of the bridge. However, if you fight him on the bridge near the collapsed section, he can both fall off of it and jump off of it. This is not a glitch. Uh, much like your ability to fall attack him from the tower, this is another way to beat the boss without having to chip away at his health. Sadly, it is mostly based on positioning and luck. Yeah, I think um, Tyler just said he kicked him off at the, I think at the it was time. Zach, or Zach, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, we just didn't challenge him on it because uh-huh. we were intimidated by his awesome yes. coolness. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I would march under his banner and die by his hand. Um, <laughs> the banner of Barrel Bane? Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. We're going to switch up the order for the next one. Just a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Levi, would you like to read uh, Levi's comment? Yes. Levi says via email <laughs> that um, I will admit there is a high probability this is just a case of two giant slug creatures. But um, it may be worthy to note that the wallhugger from Blighttown reminded me of the primordial demons that appear in Demon Souls when your world tendency is completely black. And um, you can't see pictures through podcasts, of course. But um, the primordial demons are giant, kind of like um, larva like things that appear in Demon's Souls that drop colorless Demon's Souls. 
And it might have been a reference back to the same shape of creature that just hangs out there and exists pretty much stationarily. Yeah. Or by I, I have, um, we'll include images in the, uh, the show notes. I haven't, uh, run into one of those in Demon Souls. I've never gotten to pure black tendency, I guess. Um, but the, uh, I could definitely see it. I looked up this image in your email and could definitely see it. Yeah. Especially knowing how much of Dark Souls just are callbacks and references to Demon Souls. So unsettling. Oh. I don't, I don't, I don't know what it was, but I think that the, uh, the, the Resident Evil two episode of watch out for fireballs awakened like a fear of insects in me that I didn't know I had, oh. Espe- especially, especially like multiplying pervasive insects, uh, such as like a larva would be, um, looking at that, looking at those, uh, primordial demons really unsettled me. Levi. I'm going to, I'm going to ship you a, a dozen eggs that when you crack them open, they're full of spiders. Oh so. God. Oh, it's not spiders. <laughs> I'm not afraid of spiders. Oh, and I'm like, I'm not afraid of like, you know, house centipedes. I recognize that you need house centipedes to kill the other bugs, but it's, it's specifically, I don't know. I had a dream where there were these tiny little like uh moth, like larvae that had scythe arms that were controlling my brain from inside. And I had to reach <laughs> inside to pull them out. And they struggled once they hit the fresh air. It was Ugh. really upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> Crime and Nicole. Like, that is that's a that's a creepy image. I know everybody likes hearing about dreams, but <laughs> I, I like hearing about monsters though. So it kind of yeah. like balances out. Like yeah. uh, so I hate hearing about dreams. Love hearing about monsters. <laughs> they were they were so. very monstrous. I'm damaged, Gary. Um, <laughs> but, um, we thank all of you for uh, for helping us come correct. Yeah, thanks, Levi. Yeah. Uh, we can thank you in person. <laughs> yeah, it's it's those little connections, especially when you know when we can bring it up later when we talk about Demon Souls. Yeah, yeah, yep. um, yeah. So we're on now to uh, your stories about uh, Sense Fortress, yeah. and uh, I'll go ahead and get us started here with Amy Holbrook. And Amy says via Facebook, my absolute favorite thing about Sense, besides it not being Blight Town, was that despite the huge number of tries it took. By the end, I could run run it from the first bonf- bonfire to the top, eventually finding the second, without a scratch. I really feel like it's the best slash most representative part of the game and that I felt that real sense of progress. And death traps usually made me go, should have been more careful, and not, fuck you, Dark Souls. <laughs> Months later, if I closed my eyes, I could run Sun's Fortress in my head right now. Agreed a shot first. Spot yeah. on with all that. Yeah, thanks, Amy. Yeah. Who's next in the rotation, Gary? You are the keeper. Uh, we we kind of uh, we kind of got. Let's go back to our old rotation. Let's have Levi go next. Okay, so uh, Tim Ambrosini via Facebook says the only part I struggled with in Sands was the boulders. Touching them even while they were stopped sent you flying across the room, and the spinning mechanism resulted in hitting me a couple times after I moved it to aim outside the wall. I'm not sure who Sin is yet, but he is a dick. <laughs> that, that he is. Our best guess as to who Sen is, and we didn't say it in the main episode, was that he's probably someone from Gwyn's court or a general of some sort. Like, just based on the fact that it protects Anne Orlando. Yep. And that he has a fortress. Solely. Like, there's there's almost nothing there. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, so. I would venture to say that there is nothing there. <laughs> yeah, there's no there's no explanation yeah. for it. So it's real frustrating, especially when you're trying to chase those boulders down the uh, the switchback. Um, you know, when, when they stop at the corner and then kind of like go around, like when there's, when there's Sydney still, they can, they can hurt you a lot. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, if you don't know to keep your distance, it can feel like a really, uh, a really unfair death. Um, 
a, a death that's unfair, even in Sen's Fortress, where a lot of the deaths can feel unfair, but they're actually not. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I can see it. So. Yep. Yeah, but yeah, it is. It is frustrating. I never got hit when I was up in the control room by them, but I think that's what he's talking about, which would be a huge pain in the ass. Oh God! Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Just rotate from behind, not from front. Yeah. <laughs> for, for real. Yep. Yep. Oh, wow. Sam Anderson via Facebook says, been waiting for sense. When I got there and saw all the traps, I cackled wildly for a solid 10 minutes. There's just something so perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it now. Yeah. <laughs> Let's cut in 10 minutes of cackling. <laughs> all right. Okay, there we go. Okay. You can loop that, Gary. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, like uh, you... <laughs> <laughs> just put in the start music from Battletoads. Or the, yeah, the, the plot music. <laughs> yep. <Sorry>. Um, <laughs> he continues. Uh, but the best part for me was not finding the bonfire or the shark. <laughs> so, let, let me retake that. I'm so sorry. You're going to call that a shortcut. A shortcut. Gross, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, never, I just. Never I just a shortcut. Shortcut. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Gross. Uh, but the best part for me was not finding the bonfire or the shortcut until my second playthrough. So I had to rerun the entire level with every death. Uh, when I finally beat the Iron Golem, without Tarkus, mind, because I didn't know about getting uh, a helper for every boss, uh, and went to Anorlando, I skittishly took the elevator down, glanced at the gargoyle, uh, and my empty flask and ran back up the elevator, up the stairs, down through all of Sen's fortress again, and back to Andre's bonfire. I mm, think this mm. makes me the only... <laughs> I think this makes me just about the only person dumb enough to run through Sen's backwards. Well, the fact yeah, you made yeah. it alive is something, some sort of testament. So. I don't think it was made to run backwards. No, no. He is. This is good work, Sam. For real. You missed, you missed a lot of things. You missed the shortcut and then two bonfires because you didn't get the Anorlando one. Yeah, there. for real. Before the gargoyle. If like if if you're in desperation mode and you're looking for the closest safe harbor, you make really weird decisions. So I yeah. can't blame him at all. Yeah, and if you if you have you know he couldn't uh, spend his souls or anything you know because he was uh, and he just had all those iron golem souls. You get so, so like so I understand. Many souls. Yeah. I understand the motivation behind that, but that is that's unfortunate. Yeah. You're stronger for it though. Yes, you are. That's sure. a great story. I, I love mm. those responses. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. Um Franz via contact says Sen's Fortress? Screw bloody Sen's Fortress. Please tell me I get to meet Sen somewhere in the future so I can stab him, stab him again, push him into a swinging blade, stab him some more, and feed him to a Titanite demon. The Capra Demon? Manageable. Depths, not too bad. Gaping Dragon, an awesome battle. Blight Town, fun in a weird way. Running up a walkway with four blades swinging at your face with a serpent shooting lightning at you and three other snakes waiting on the other side. Screw that. <laughs> I spent a couple of hours every morning for two weeks just running from Andre to that bridge. Or I spent... Let me take that again. I spent a couple of hours every morning for two weeks just running from Andre to that bridge to die there. It wasn't until I noticed I had a Balder side sword that I could upgrade to plus 10 that I just rushed and stabbed my way past it. There's another guy with an Balder side sword. Cool. <laughs> um, on the other hand, Sense Fortress was where Dark Souls came home for me. I came from Demon Souls, which for me was a game of dodging. Almost all attacks in that game could be easily rolled past. In Dark Souls, even the weakest hollow has tracking attacks and will just stab you when you get up. The result of this is that I played most of the game hiding behind the biggest shield I can find. 
up until Sen's Fortress, where serpents turned out to be perfectly dodgeable. So now I'm back to quick rolling and loving every second of it. <laughs> since you seem to be, uh, since you seem to like invasion stories, I just had my first invasion a couple of days ago in Anne Orlando. A guy suddenly appeared in front of me, dropped a Titanite catchpole plus five and a giant's halberd plus five, and waited for me to pick them up. I completely panicked and all tabbed out of the game to check to see if there was a precedent for this. When I got back to the game, everything seemed to be normal. A huge, you died in the middle of the screen. <laughs> he got impatient. He was like, I'm going to give you this awesome stuff. Tighten a catch pull? What? Yeah, hard to find. Unless it was a trap. Because people will, will leave traps for that kind of thing. But people will also look kind of Santa Claus. Yeah, yeah. Things as well. So. Oh man, that is funny. <laughs> like, mm. just pick it up. Even like, if you're gonna die either way, at least get the catch pull. <laughs> Do will they stick around? Like, if he dies and goes back to the bonfire, will those things be there? I, I'm not sure. I, I would just go for it and just try and grab it as quick as I could. I don't. Yeah, care. you could get one of them probably. Yeah, yeah. Go for the catch pull. Like, yeah. like, like well, he know he knows what they are, so he probably yeah. got them. Yeah. Yeah, because otherwise you can't tell what they are. They're just that swimming like ghost item thing. Right. So I guess they probably are there after he after he died. Huh. So so good on you. Yeah. So I like it when invaders, if they like, you know, if they're obviously stomping somebody, they leave something nice. Mm -hmm. Like if if I find something I I'm not going to use, um, and it's something nice, like I just know I'm not going to use it for the playthrough, I'll drop it when I'm sunbrowing or invading. Right. Like I'll drop like a um you know a black knight like black knight stuff. Right. Like if it's not going to work for my build, you know, just because like why not. Like if someone, yeah. someone's fighting the gargoyles and they get like a black knight shield at that point in the game, like pretty cool. Yeah, no, that that that, that can give them a real leg up. I mean, yeah. what are you gonna do? Feed it to Frank for like fifty souls? Yeah, totally. Yeah, you know, add to my collection. I don't <laughs> use bottomless box. I'm not playing like fucking inventory management two thousand. I fight demons. So yeah, thanks, friends. Yeah. And then so, our last response, Levi, go ahead. All right. Tom says, via contact, so, Sin's Fortress. Much as I love Sin's Fortress and hate how well hidden the bonfire is, my most memorable moment in Sin's Fortress was actually not part of a conventional run through its trap filled corridors. It came much later. On my first trip to Norlando, I found my way down to the bonfire outside Gwendolyn's chamber, worked out how to get through the hidden wall using the Dark Bone Seance Ring, and found his covenant. Later, when working for on the Prayer of a Maiden trophy, I finally signed up with the Dark Moon Blades and started exacting justice on Lordran's many sinners. For listeners who are familiar with the Dark Moon Blades, you spawn into the sinners game as a deep blue phantom rather than the conventional red invader, and your entry into the game is not announced. Your target can notice that the fog gates have gone up or that they can't use homeward bones, but otherwise he'll be completely oblivious until, in the words of Raz al Ghul, you simply walk up behind them and stab them in the heart. Monsters won't attack you, and you can't damage them, so you can stalk your target through his own, leaving no trace until you find the perfect moment to strike. <laughs> One of my dark, first Dark Moon Blade invasions dropped me off inside the top of Sin's Fortress, so I started cautiously scouting around and down until I spotted my target, relatively lightly equipped, and his heavily armed, white-hander toting bodyguard slash partner. I kept track of them until they were coming up to the two top swing axe bridges. My target held back while his friend ventured across the first one, at which point I dropped down silently from a platform above, waited until my target stepped out on the bridge, ghost up behind him, and backstabbed him with my lightning longsword, <laughs> kicking him off the ledge to his death without being spotted once. 
a memorable few minutes of perfect, tense, satisfying PvP stealth gameplay, merging entirely from the mechanical depth of an ac- action RPG. God. That, that makes uh, being a, Yeah. <laughs> that makes being a Darkmoon Blade sound fucking rad. It does. I never, I never tried it. You're the, you're the goddamn predator is what you are. Yeah. <laughs> I think my favorite, actually, um, I tried once, and if you get summoned to the, the lava area... Mm-hmm. You just sit there and you die so easily there. You can just stand around and your invadee will die on their own and you get souls. <laughs> just wait for them to uh, to die from the traps. Or well, nature happens pretty much. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> so, so, so do fog walls not, just not go up as a dark moon? I've never gotten the ring to Yeah, work. they do. Fog walls they... go up, but your announcement does not appear. So okay, you can cool. see them, but if you're not near one, then you won't know. Okay. Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah, I, I want to try. Like, I, I still kind of want to try a little bit more PvP because I haven't done very much. Yeah. Um, I had these these plans to turn my level one character into a, a Dick Wraith, but I'd have to beat Ornstein and Smo at level yeah. one for that. So, <laughs> would you? Yeah, because I have to go. Well, no, but I, I want to get more powerful equipment and stuff. Okay. I want to beat them so I can upgrade my shit. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah, but you're right. I don't have to. I had to go beat the four kings, and this is going to be easier <laughs> than that. So. Uh, yeah, I'm relatively terrified toward you know about doing it. Yeah, but, I would be too. Yeah, yeah, uh, it's it's it is a tough it is tough going so far. So, so thanks again, Tom, and thanks everybody who uh, shared your stories. It is not too late to share stories for our next episode, um, which is all about Anne Orlando. So, if you have stories about Anne Orlando, uh, please go ahead and get in touch with us at www.duckfeed.tv forward slash contact. Yes. Um, that is the best way to do it. So uh, uh, without any further ado, all the admin stuff happens in the main episode. We just really thank you for listening. Uh, check out the Facebook group for funny videos and things like that. Uh, iTunes reviews, ratings, things. Um, yep. But uh, moreover, uh, yeah. we can remind you of who we are. Yeah, um, and, and stay tuned for like deleted scenes and such Oh yes, yes. in the main episode. Um, but yeah, until next time, my name is Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. I am Levi Curran. Praise the sun. Praise the sun. Praise the sun. Praise the sun. We had a kind of a rhythm going there for a second. Hi, this is Gary Butterfield interrupting the middle of this edit to do a quick special feature uh, for this appendix episode. Um, I want to give two shout outs to uh, Dark Souls-related things that I love. I don't know if this will become a continuing feature, um, but the uh, I wanted a place to put that in. Uh, first up, if you go to uh, www.thekindledbonfire.com, it is this artist or group that is making amazing Dark Souls-related uh, statuary. And I got one of the last uh, Solaris. It is amazing. I got it in the mail. I wanted to give those guys a shout-out because it's fantastic work. And uh, it's kind of hard to find official Dark Souls merchandise. Um, you know, big nerd statue, say what you will, but I love it. And uh, the next thing they're working on... Uh, <coughs> <coughs> oh, excuse me. I'm going hollow. Um, the next thing they're working on, uh, they released uh, some teaser images for what it's going to be. It's a Sif statue. looks fucking badass. So please check them out. Um, the second thing I wanted to send a shout out to is... Uh, darksoulshaters.tumblr.com um, this is a blog run by a goon um, EC and uh, 
He uh, does this as just screenshots mostly of people freaking the fuck out after Dark Souls PvP. It's really funny. It's really entertaining um, because people are huge babies about losing in PvP. So check that out. And now on to the second half of the episode to listen to some deleted scenes. Praise the sun. Man, I, I played this. I played this during lunch today, and like, ah, oh man, I'm so excited to talk about this freaking thing. Was it? Did it make for a tense lunch? Uh, not really. No, it uh, sends more than any area in the game is like a glove to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a well, strange the, analogy for it, for sure. Well, no, <laughs> the it, demon ruins are a boot. Fit, it, it fits. It fits like a glove. Um, it, more more than any other area, I think it, it, it's it, it, it uh, benefits from prior experience. Much like a glove. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a glove. There are five fingers. The, the pinky is snakes. The the, the ring finger is blades. <laughs> And the middle finger is balls. Uh, the the, uh, the pointer finger is drops, and the fifth finger is the uh, the iron golem. Yeah. So oh, Imix. He's six yeah. fingers here. Yeah. <laughs> six fingers. Like some, some kind of uh, uh, well, you know, we have as many fingers. Well, palm is the mimic. Obviously. Yeah, the palm. The palm is the mimic. <laughs> the palm is the mimic. So I'm glad that I got that out of the way, as opposed to being on the air when we said that, or when I said that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew what you meant. I feel yeah. like you maybe were thinking of it. There's like an expression that says that a little bit better. Yeah, like yeah. riding a bike. It, it, it is like riding a bike, where the snakes are the pedals, <laughs> the balls are the wheels, <laughs> the golem is the seat. <laughs> I wish the golem was the seat. Am I right, guys? Mm. Okay, now and, I'm confused. <laughs> I was trying to be sexy, uh, but the. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I have a, a association of bicycle seats with sex that is not uh, divorceable. So when everyone says, like, hmm, bicycle seat, I always just think, like, of people being bicycle seats and it being about being all up in in taint 24-7. <laughs> I don't even know. On uh, Something Awful, someone started in the post your favorite board a uh, post your favorite bad sex advice uh thread <laughs> it's real good there's like a guy tells a story about he's hanging out with these like kids and one of the kids is older and and the older kids trying to school the younger boys and he's like hey do you know what the most uh sensitive part of a woman is and uh all the guys are like you know tits you, you know and yeah. vagina and then there's like one older kid who's like the lips like trying to be all all sage and stuff. Yeah. And then the older kid leans in and whispers, it's the chode. Isn't isn't that the male specific version of the taint? I I thought the, um, I thought the males, males just had taints. I don't, it's a good question. Yeah, no, I've, I've always, in in my vernacular, in my middle school growing up, it was the grundle. That was the, the, the female version of that. Mm. And not just like the troll that would, Took your lunch money on the way to work school <laughs> every day. The, the the grundle was the female taint. Taint was the gender was the uh, gender neutral, and the nacho was the guys. As it wasn't in, the chode. As in as in not not nacho balls and nacho ass. Got gotcha. Also, we were the whitest high school imaginable. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So 
I don't, I don't know. Ch- chode didn't factor in. Chode, chode was uh, was a general purpose term for somebody who was a douchebag. Mm. There's uh, the Starjammers who are Cyclops' dad in X-Men. He hangs around with a bunch of aliens, one of which is called Chode. Chode. Yeah. <laughs> it just seemed like a glaring oversight to me. <laughs> That's pretty good. I like that. Um, yeah. No, there's a there's a similar thread in GBS uh, on something awful that is uh, cut like, you know, g- g- give Cosmo sex advice, mm. um, which you know it's it's all a bunch of one sentence answers that some of them are trying too hard to be funny, but other ones are uh, l- little bits of genius such as punch him in the cock, comma <laughs> just right in the cock, <laughs> <laughs> you know, things like that. God, I love something awful. It makes work bearable. <laughs> <laughs> That is uh that is how I met uh, Levi as well. Oh, cool! Yeah, true. Yeah, so, yeah. So, 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 so you 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 are both Portland goons. Yes. 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 Oregon's yes. is what we're called. Oregon's. Okay, cool. And Gary and I met on something awful as well. So we heard from the podcast. Yes. It's, it, <laughs> well, we, we bring it up a lot. <laughs> we do. <laughs> no, it's it, it's it's funny. On one episode, uh, you know, somebody else, uh, Zach. Uh, he was on the Undead Berg episode. He was, you know, he commented like something awful has been such a force for good in all of our lives, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it kind of has been. Yeah, yeah. Sadly enough, <laughs> <laughs> that's how I met Nick as well. I I've, I've never seen you post on there though before. Levi, has that uh, been a thing, or are you mostly a poster? I'm more of a a reader when I'm bored deal. Yeah, yeah. I don't feel compelled to contribute. <laughs> yeah. There's there's enough of that. Well, that's and that's that's the kind of moxie that maybe want to get you on this show. The <laughs> 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 uh, board reader, <laughs> a noted lurker. Yeah. yeah. No, that's lurker. That's, that's the Grundle. Oh wow! He's a, he's a noted lurker. <laughs> the lurking Grundle. That's my favorite pub. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you want to go down yeah. to the lurking Grundle for a couple of pints? Ugh. Pints of what? <laughs> like, <laughs> I am an avid listener. So. First, first time listen, long time listener, first time on. <laughs> yes, first, first, first time, time honor, first time honor. honor yes, <laughs> the yes. first. There's no well, first time for honor, Levi. Well, you're on. <laughs> well, we we are honored to have you. Yes. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> after after Nick, I don't want to take anything for granted. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just I just want to make sure everybody okay. is on You're the same. Being I, I I have this laminated on a placard above my above my monitor that I'm reading. Mm-hmm. So, good call. Yes. Let me. Speaking of which, being thorough, I'm going to start up my backup recording too. I almost He's forgot. a good man and thorough. Yes, I do want to start recording this call. No, I don't want to check for updates. You know, I miss the English lady. Yeah, I didn't turn her off. She just doesn't pop up anymore. She just doesn't like me is the thing. Yeah, I don't know. Stuck up harlot. Yeah, well, you know. (laughs) I actually waited to end end you (laughs) being sexist against the computer program I used to record. (laughs) (laughs) Pamela is a stuck up harlot and Excel is a real (laughs) douchebag. See, it's 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 funny because I realized I was headed in a bad like in a bad direction when I said stuck up. So harlot was the like the least harsh word that I could land on, to yeah. to, to where I could still make the joke, but not but feel not terrible about myself. Still sexist, 
but like for some reason harlot is the word that I feel best about in that instance mm. because because it ascribes promiscuity to a, 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 a computer construct. Yes, because being sex shaming is more uh, more acceptable than you know who I blame Gary the victim. society the victim. Oh, the victim. What's your favorite slur for a woman, Levi? <laughs> um, I don't know. I can think about one. <laughs> well, what's in the notes? Um, <laughs> is it really? No. <laughs> no, it's not. Is it, is it prompt? Is that my yeah, slur? Prompt. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> prompt. <clears throat> um. Yeah, pretty fun. Yeah. Can't you attack the barrels anyway? You could, but he's he's playing along. Well, if you're playing along, great. But I wouldn't trust everyone to do so. <laughs> the, 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 I think they, <laughs> I think they set it up ahead of time. I think that they probably knew each other. Okay. Like it at some point. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to think. I would be so. I would be a cornered rat in that situation if I was invaded by three people. It's like ah. Well, Which, he, you can't you can't be invaded by three people there. Oh. He got uh he had two people with him and was invaded. Okay. So the person cool. who invaded is playing the game. Okay. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So I am belying my lack of knowledge of that side yeah. of the game. Okay. Moving on. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a pretty <laughs> obscure side of the game. It's it's just like emergent gameplay. Yeah. You know, YouTube nonsense. Yeah. That okay, definitely that could be. It also could be a way for him to gather test subjects. I mean, you know, he gets Logan, which is a pretty huge get for him. I mean, Logan is a, is a rival for him. I mean, as, you know, revealed by the fact that later Logan learns his signature breath move, right? Well, he doesn't get Logan here. He gets Logan once Logan gets to uh, uh, the Duke's archives. Here, when, when he finds Logan, he just locks him up. No, no. L- L- Logan, like, you know, he, he locks him up and sends. But Logan, you know, is only gotten once he, you know, pours through his tomes. Right, like Logan is only gotten once he's dead. Once Seath is dead. No, um, Logan. No, that's not true. So, so I mean, we'll talk about it when we get to Duke's archives. Yeah, and I'll cut this out. Just I gave myself a pause. Logan, when you first get to Duke's archives, Logan is ca- captured. So you you let Logan out of here. He goes to Duke's archives and gets captured again. Yeah, Where, he's um, in that prison where you are. After Seath kills you, he's downstairs in the prison area. Yeah. Oh. Okay, so so my first playthrough was fucked up because the way that I experienced that, like, you know, he wasn't there. And ultimately, you know, Logan going mad was, you know, in, in the library itself. You buy all the spells and then he goes up to where you first fight Seath. You might not have you might not have seen him when you were first there. Um, you don't have to let him out of the, the prison. You can. He can get out on his own hmm. from that prison. But that's where he's at. He's in the area with all the Picassas. Which, like, when I did that in the Let's Play, I kept calling them mimosas because <laughs> I couldn't remember what they're called. He's in the area of, of, of uh, the Duke's archives that's full of mimosas. Okay. <laughs> um, the, the, like the Brunchatorium. <laughs> Those are actually, like, direct D&D Greek monsters. Like, so it's kind of weird to, to see them cause something else because they look exactly like Greeks do from D&D. So, <laughs> I don't know. The, the, the uh, Picassas? The, yes. I don't yes. know if I know it's, a, a Greek. It looks just like that. Huh. So there is to it. <laughs> that thing, but in your imagination. Yeah. So I well, for- <laughs> go, go ahead. No, I, I'll just have to, I'll have to look that up. I bet yeah. you, like every D&D monster is a great Google image search. So. Oh, yeah. 
Honestly, side note, um, the Tower Knight almost made me quit Demon Souls when I was new to it. Because <laughs> I went straight there from the first easy boss, and that was a, a big change in difficulty. So that was my almost stopping point for this series. Well, I'm, I'm glad it didn't didn't happen. Me um, too. Was, yeah. was he the boss of 1-1 one, one or 1-2? One, I forget. 1-2. Uh, okay. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's he's tough. I mean, like... I wish I, I'm doing my melee playthrough of, of Demon Souls now. I wish I hadn't done my first one with sorcery because it makes everything so easy. Yeah. Because now it's like I'm one of the things I'm realizing about Demon Souls is that the levels are longer and it's a little bit less uh, giving with shortcuts. So I'm running into these bosses, dying oftentimes and having to make longer trips back than I would have to in Dark Souls. Yeah. Um, and I died, you know, died against the uh, the Tower Knight the first time I tried to melee him. Um, he's he's tough to melee, like. You can do it. Like it's definitely doable, but it is really is really tricky. That's such a that's such a long run up to him too. Yeah, there's no there's no shortcuts or anything. You just right. do the entire bridge again. Blech. So Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Yay. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for saying that stupid thing we say. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I, I appreciate it. I couldn't break your shit now, it's too late. Yeah, <laughs> you could yeah. what? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> repeat what you said for Cole. Hmm. You, 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 you couldn't what now? Oh, I'd be a pariah if I did. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so you get you get crucified for it. I would absolutely. <laughs> just on Monday though, just between me and Nick. Yeah. Um, we got a powerful ally in Courtney though. Um. <laughs> Tell you, I'm telling you, man. A glass of green tea and a liter of seltzer. Yeah, it's a wonder that you'll never get. It's no wonder that you'll never get a a kidney stone. stone? Yeah, kidney stone. <laughs> a urine stone. <laughs> I don't ever want to encounter a urine stone, Gary. Mm-hmm. No, no. It's like the worst upgrade material in Demon Stones. Oh no. Or in Demon Souls. A Demon yeah. Stone. Yeah. Yeah. The game that we can't shake. Yeah, yeah, hey man, <laughs> we got we got to do it. That'll be our dark horse that we do. <laughs> Which one, Dark Stone or Demon Stone, or, or, is, it, or is, it a, is it a hybrid? I don't even know. I can't even remember. <laughs> Who are you? What am I doing here? And we all pray that we will have far more soon. 